You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM. It is 19 minutes now before 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Andy Mashaile, who is a retired Interpol ambassador, security and a strategy expert. Um, the South African Police Service Deputy National Commissioner that is for crime detection, Shadrach Sibia, says that kidnapping for ransom is growing gradually in the country. His remarks are backed by the findings of a recent report that was released by the Global Initiative Against Transnational Organized Crime, which revealed that South Africa is among the top 10 countries with the highest rates of kidnapping in the world. However, though, security and strategy expert Andy Mashaila says that he's not surprised by CBS comments as thousands of SEPs officers have been arrested for various crimes since 2019. Andy Mashaila now joining us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon to you, Aldrin and the heavyweight champion show and um, the heavyweight championship listener. We thank you so much. We thank you so much. So the m- remarks that have been made by um, by General Shedrak Sibia, what do you make of them? But also, when we speak about kidnapping, it almost seems that the trend has slightly shifted from just be just a situation where you find that people who are wealthy having their loved ones being um, being kidnapped. But now you find that and people who are also not that wealthy, their loved ones being kidnapped for small, even a small um, ransom, which runs up to a thousand rand or so. Aldrin, um, when you look at that detox report and you analyze it, and it will put you and I in the frame of the African index, which suggests and uh, factually so tells us that tells us that we are number three uh, with regards to high crime rates, low resilience rate scores, and market scores, and 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 criminality. What that all means is a number of criminals all over the world, or should I say organized criminals, mm. have found South Africa to be a safe haven from the laws of the country as they talk to us when we talk to them, and, 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 and regulations that govern law enforcement as well as criminal justice cluster and dynamics make it easy for them to come and operate here, one. Two, and you and I have seen that our some of our law enforcement agencies agency members, uh, be them of JMPD or the South African Policing Services, um, have been found to form part and parcel of the syndicate that um, promote this evil and satanic crime of human trafficking because it is lucrative, um, it does not bring harm to the body, meaning they don't get shot, they don't get beaten up, uh, the victim is all by herself or himself in excuse me in or in a foreign place where he has been trafficked to under the pretext of a job and and many other things scholarship and um, playing for a football team going for this or that um element that they exploit psychologically from social engineering to lure people in and make money they remain in their respective countries they send victims here or they come here and they control the world so long story short, Kingpin syndicates um, would find it easier in South Africa. And I am standing 100% behind my brother and my friend and my colleague in um, crime combating general Sibia in identifying um, the, the perpetrators of human trafficking. Yeah. So, so what is it then about um, the current laws that we have in the country that makes it so easy for transnational crimes 
uh, to be committed. Just the other week, we were speaking to the police around a drug bust that they made in um, in Durban. But at least this one, we know it was a drug bust. We don't know of how many other drugs have been able to make their way through our borders, with their destinations being even beyond um, South Africa with South Africa's borders. So, what is it about the South Africa's current laws, and also perhaps even from a detection point of view and intelligence, that makes us so susceptible to transnational crimes? One um, corruption uh, that is uh, sponsored, corruption that is sponsored by uh, members of law enforcement law enforcement agencies makes the criminal feel comfortable in committing crime. And uh, what do I mean by that? Criminals do get arrested, dockets get get uh, lost. And, and and in other spaces you would find that it's easy uh, for the perpetrators of serious crimes um like um this uh, human trafficking um find it easy to get bail, find it easy to uh, uh Go into the, like they say, into the cooler, which are um, the, uh, the cell. Go into the cooler, come out with bail, and disappear because we cannot track them. We don't have them on our system uh, if they're foreign national. If they are here, it would uh, be just a wrap on, 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 on the risk for them to can uh, be afraid mm. or to, uh, for them to can... And not be involved in this crime. Yeah. So it's quite, but but with, yeah. even with the case, sorry, the case of. Um, um, of Tabo Bester, for instance, um, that even though Tabo Bester was convicted and behind a maximum, um, a high maximum uh, a prison, a CMEX prison, he was still able to allegedly commit the crimes that he is accused of committing. And um, this takes me and you back to my first point: corruption in the whole system, uh, your law enforcement system, uh, your justice system, uh, your uh, your correctional services system. Some people operate as a syndicate. There are syndicates in these three legs that I've spoken to you about. There are prosecutors that have been arrested for corruption. And there are police officers. Just the other day, a week or two ago, a 26-year-old young police uh, police member or young police constable uh, let go of um, or aided and abetted a suspect who was in... A lawful custody let uh, that suspect go for only one thousand. Now you can imagine if people like Tabo Bester, uh, like Best, Tabo Bester, have millions in on their accounts or set somewhere else, and they give those millions to members who might be corrupt at correctional services, they will facilitate until up to our border management and and and, and initiative. Uh, they would be paying through as they did and, and having at land uh, found and themselves in Tanzania. So this tells you corruption is a, a an, an endemic cancer that uh, eats on uh, the successes of law enforcement, the successes of uh, prosecution, as well as proper incarceration and correctional behavior that would turn the, the criminals um, into yep. uh, men of good standing. Could this also then give us a reason why we had um, what happened with the grey listing of South Africa? Yes, um, and that is Pierre. The grey listing of South Africa falls squarely on money laundering um, uh, doorstep. Uh, we are seeing when you look at that, when you take a look, when you peruse uh, page 115 of the 
Global Initiative Against Transnational um, Organized Crime Report. Uh, you have the rankings there, uh, uh, Aldrin. The rankings will tell you, amongst other things, that uh, it is uh, corruption that has led to uh, the easy um, commit, uh, commission of crime by um, uh, suspects or by criminals, because they would commit a crime knowing that they will pay their way through and they will manipulate the system right inside uh, prison. Um, an example would be, you and I know that a number of people were found with cell phones that would have gone into the cell of Mr. Radovan Kretscher. People have been paid, and many of the movie stuff that we had, all owed to corruption, money exchanging hands, defeating the ends of justice. At the end of the day, putting us at, at, uh, putting us at number three in Africa and, and number seven in, in the whole world. Thank you so much for your time. Andy Mashayile there, Interpol ambassador, um, speaking to us um, about uh, this report and also the remarks that have been made by General Shadrach Sibir.